0: What's on the Braves shopping list for 2023? We had a 101-win team with all these guys here, right? So uh, we'd love to have all these guys back. Welcome to the
1: Braves Report, the new podcast from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution that takes you inside the clubhouse and gives you the stories behind the score. I'm Jay Black with our AJC Braves beat reporter, Justin Toscano, and we're joined again by uh, <coughs> legendary AJC columnist, Mark Bradley. Uh, uh, so, uh, so, Justin, last week we dug into what went right and what went wrong in 2022. Now time to turn the page to... What has to happen in 2023? How optimistic and excited should Braves fans be about the hot stove league?
2: I think really optimistic um, because if you listen to last week's podcast, you heard Mark make a very good point about how the Braves probably can be very, very choosy in free agency and via trades because they do have such a good foundation already. I think that should make Braves fans optimistic. You couple that with how payroll should be going up again and should kind of continue that rise. That it's been on, um, and you've got a really, really good and exciting situation where the guys they are going to be in play for are probably going to be, you know, very exciting names.
3: Mark, um, I think that this is one of those teams that doesn't need a whole lot going into next year. Now they may need a shortstop, uh, and they may not, uh, but they already have uh, Vaughn Grissom in case in case Dansby Swanson does leave. And beyond that, there's there's not, you know even Degrom is or not Degrom. Sorry, Darno. Sorry, wishful thinking. Even Travis Darno is is uh, he's he's the oldest of the regulars, but he's uh, he's got a, he's got another year on his contract, and then I think there's a club option year after that. So there's there's not there's not a lot of you know last year you looked at it uh, after they got through the postseason, you thought well. Okay, which of the outfielders are they going to bring back? Well, and and what's going to happen with Freddie Freeman this year? It, it, it's really basically about Dansby, and that's it.
1: All right, coming up, we will dig into how the Braves are currently constructed, what Alex Anthopoulos needs to do to set up his wish list for twenty twenty three, how that process goes, of course, what the Dansby Swanson situation will be, and maybe a surprise move that nobody sees coming. This is the Braves report from the Atlanta Journal Constitution.
4: Ocean breeze
1: All right. Obviously, the Braves are fired up to fix what broke in the National League Division Series, and it's not like they don't have a good team. Here's Brian Snicker.
0: It's going to be exciting. When we start up again, it's going to be very exciting because of that, because we're still young. We have talented players. I know Alex will get to work in the offseason, and and, um, you know, like I said, we'll we'll reconvene in March, and the goal is going to be to win the division again. Yes,
2: it's it's motivation for next year. Um, Don't take anything for granted. Just you can you can win and you can lose to any team. That's a, the beauty of this sport. Um, at this time of the year, it's it's not who's the better team. It's who's the hotter team, and they were they were
0: hot this series. That's
1: Travis Darno and uh, and Mark. Let's start with this. Did you have any issues with the the blueprint the Braves took in twenty twenty two? Terrific bullpen, better than average starting pitching, and a lot of power in the lineup.
3: <laughs> no, what I have no problem with a team that wins one hundred and one games. I. Uh you know they they're they're a really good team. I mean, we we spoke about it on last week's podcast, but uh I mean, they they're one of the best Braves teams that I have I've witnessed. Certainly, the I think they were the best team of the 21st century. And uh you know, now there were some pretty good ones back in the 90s, but uh but I I I think this was the best uh since that run. And uh and, and I think that there's Given its youth and given the finances and the number of people they have under long-term contracts, uh, you know, I I think they could be even better in the very near future, if not next year. All right. So what's the
1: process now for Alex Anthopoulos and the front office to start working on the roster?
2: You guys obviously have a really talented club, but you've been on record saying that your job's to kind of worry, to to think about things that could be improved. What are a couple of those target areas that you might look to improve this offseason?
0: Yeah, I mean we have if you look at the roster, obviously we have a lot of guys under control. So the obvious holes we got free agent at shortstop, which is obviously very important. Um, we got some free agents in the bullpen. Um, we don't have free agents. I mean we have we have potential free agents in the rotation. Um but you, know, you just don't know what the offseason brings because you know you you know who the free agents are gonna be. But until you start talking to clubs about trades and who could be available in trades, you really don't know. And Things develop and, and you know, by the time you get to the other end of the offseason, so many things can, can change. So um, we didn't want to have to start these meetings now in the month of October, but we are. And we'll be ready to go once the World Series is over and uh, go through the process, the GM meetings, the, the winner meetings. Um, and we'll do everything we can, obviously, to continue to build the best club that we can for 23 and beyond that.
1: Justin, outside of the shortstop question, which we'll get to in a second, what what is the the biggest hold you see from twenty twenty two?
2: Yeah, maybe maybe left field. I mean, I thought, you know, when we did our season ending podcast, like right after they were eliminated, I thought, you know, maybe they could add a frontline starter, another great starter, but I mean they already have options there. So like I don't think it I don't maybe don't think that's the wisest use of their money. Like maybe Left field between Eddie Rosario having a bad year, Robbie Grossman struggling a little bit before he came over and then only being here a couple months, uh, then Adam Duvall's injury. That And then you have Marcelo Zuna and whatever, whatever he did or didn't do over there. Uh, and it was just a pretty rough year on uh, left field. So I, I do think maybe another outfielder, maybe settle that situation, um, and then you've got to decide what to do with Marcelo Zuna. But I just don't think... There's a ton here. I mean, you look at the roster, and maybe you know you say, okay, uh, the closer situation, Kenley Jansen's a free agent. You look at that. Um, you look at left field. I mean, you can always add more pitching and great starting pitching if you really wanted to just be an embarrassment of you know riches. But it's just uh, you know you're nitpicking at a lot if you if you think there's more than a couple holes on this roster. Uh, and who knows? Even the one I mentioned, left field. Eddie Rosario could come back next year and have a great year, or they could re sign, you know, Robbie Grossman or somebody like that. And just he has a wonderful year. There's not a ton here as long as they fortify their bullpen and keep it as strong as it was. Uh, there's not a ton because the rotation, we'll, we'll talk about it, but that looks pretty much set other than that fifth spot. And then the lineup is really good, and they'll have Ozzy Albies back. So the lineup's even better than it, you know, was when they finished the season. So maybe another outfielder, but I, I just think that you look at this and a lot of it's already pretty set. Justin, you got a lot of a lot of people fired up with your
1: exclusive reporting with Braves President Terry McGurk that he wants a top-five payroll. So that means they're signing to Grom, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, no, I think – I mean, it's going to rise. Uh, they've gotten so much money from Truist Park, which is what they'd hoped uh, when they moved there, is to get money from there and the battery, and they put it into the team, you know, Team is better. Team wins. More people in the seats. More people spending money. More people at the battery, and so on and so on. Uh, round and round it goes. But he wants a top five payroll, and the Braves were eighth this year at around 188 million. I think it it'll rise again for next year. It definitely will, and with arbitration, you know, projections and all that good stuff. But I just, I mean, the DeGrom thing is interesting because. Alex and, and Mark, I I kind of want Mark's take on DeGrom specifically after I talk because he's known Alex for longer than I have and how he works. But I just think Alex is really, really good at taking calculated risks and being, frankly, you know, ballsy for lack of a better term with them, some of them. But I mean, if you look at a guy like DeGrom who's going to be commanding, you would think 40 or 50 million, 45 million, even 40 million. He just didn't pitch that well down the stretch of the season and was hurt for half of it. So I'm not sure that's a risk if you're the Braves and you don't need a guy like that. I'm not sure that's a risk you want to take like at its best. It gives you probably the best rotation in baseball, but you could also not get a guy who pitches five or six starts for you and you're paying him $40 million. So I just think that the DeGrom one specifically is tough to gauge because Alex has taken a stab at things and really taken his shot uh, with some guys. But I just think a team that'll sign Degrom, you know, is it's going to take a lot. So I don't know if that's where they'll use their, their money and their resources. But as we mentioned, maybe the fact that the roster is pretty much set otherwise gives them an opportunity to take a stab or a risk on a guy like that.
3: I would say that Degrom is the kind of pitcher that, Alex has not gone after. He has gone after one year rentals, if you remember the the famous Cole Hamills rental, <laughs> where he pitched what three and a third innings of and that was it. Um but you know on 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 older pitchers, you know, the risk is is even greater. Uh DeGrom is it's gonna take a fortune to sign him. He's not gonna accept a one-year deal because somebody's gonna give him four or five. I I don't see that as, as a Braves-like or a, an Anthopolis-like move. I, I You know, it's certainly tantalizing. And, you know, you figure you throw... If you put Jake DeGrom in here, you know, that's like... Well, let's see. That's like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. That hadn't worked too well. But I think that the Braves have places where they can spend their money better. And there may be... Uh, if they want to go buy a pitcher, I think they can find one that's a lot cheaper and, and uh, is not nearly the same, carrying the same amount of risk.
1: So what does it look like with the Braves and the way Alex does business? What do you think it looks like if they have a top five payroll?
3: Well, I mean, that would be really nice because, you know, general, well. You know, you you have to spend something, and and the more you spend, the the better your chances are of getting good players. I um, I think though that they're at the point where they don't have to overspend for anything because they they know already that they're a good team. They know that you know they just won 101 games. They've won a World Series. I th- I think this is the time where. If they wanted to just sit back and say, let's make a hard run at keeping Dansby, but, you know, we might not do a whole lot else beyond that. I, I think they could probably get away with that. Now, that said, you always want to be moving forward. Um, and I do think it will be interesting, uh, as Justin mentioned, you know, you're, you're probably going to have to reach a decision here on, on Ozuna at some point. And that's, you know, you're, you're going to end up – I don't think anybody's going to take him and pay his full salary in trade. So, if they want to move on from Ozuna and as, as a left fielder, designated hitter, they're probably going to have to to buy him out or pay part of his salary to send him somewhere else. And and I think they still kind of like Ozuna. I I, I think that you know they like him as the guy. They the, the, the obviously the last two seasons have had uh, incidents that they weren't thrilled about. But uh, I, I think that. Uh, Probably left field would be the one place I think they could maybe target and and see if they could get somebody a better everyday player out there. Um, you know, I don't know. I mean, if 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 Swanson comes back, you know, can Vaughn Grissom play left field?
1: All right. So yeah, let's 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 go to the Dansby question now. And and, and we did see him tear up a little bit in the clubhouse after the Braves season in, in, in Philly.
2: Uh, I mean, we're a family. We spend. Uh, a lot of hours together, um, you know, a, more time probably with each other than we do our own family. Uh, we put a lot of, a lot of time into this um, ever since, you know, we got going in February. Uh, there's a lot of, a lot of special bonds with with teammates. It's just something that, um, it's just a, a unique brotherhood that um, you can only really experience if you are a part of it. It's just. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to, like, sum up because if I get too detailed, then I won't be able to finish.
1: And here's his teammates, including Charlie Morton.
2: I mean, I I think he's the the captain of this team. I mean, I think he's um, part of the heart and soul of this team and the clubhouse, Um, the culture here, the – the identity of this team. It's hard to, you know, it was hard to watch that at bat thinking, you know, it could be his last in the Braves uniform. And I know how much the city means to him. I know how much this uniform means to him in the organization, his teammates. Um, I mean, uh, you know, he's, look at him now. Like, it just, he cares, you know, and it's been an honor to be his, his teammate.
1: Justin, here's you with Alex on what's next.
2: It seems like you guys and Dansby both express interest in, in a partnership long-term. <laughs> I know your policy talking on free agents, but are you able to maybe share your confidence level that something will get done?
0: Yeah, I know there's been, I've seen all the reports and things like that. And he's, he's been quoted. I, I've been quoted. Same thing. He's, he's a really important player for us. He's a great player. Um, just like all of our free agents, we're going to stay engaged and see where all that goes um, in terms of trying to grade odds. I and mean, it's just so hard, right. With so many things, but, Um, I think what's been reported has been very accurate in terms of his interest, our interest, and we both included explaining that. And, um, you know, we'll obviously get to work soon in the off season, you know, trying to build the best club we can for 2023. And he's incredibly important part of that club. He's been here for all five of these divisions, been right in the middle. And, um, you know, we talk about all these players and their talent all the time, which he's incredibly talented and what he does, but, um, you know, he gets better every year and take away the stats. He's always been a good teammate, but I think he rose to a new level this year as a teammate. I told him that as well. Um, I, I was, I've been so impressed with him across the board, but it is as good a teammate as you're going to find. We talk about winning player and all that type of stuff, but I think the more I got to be around, especially towards the playoff run in the end and being around the club a little bit more in the club, I was just seeing what kind of teammate he was. He was always good, but the responsibility that he took on uh, that he didn't need to, uh, but that's just who he is. He really, was incredible
2: to see. All right,
1: there's there's a lot to unpack here. First, Justin, wh- where do things stand with the negotiation?
2: Yeah. So what Alex is mentioning there in terms of reports, I heard that they the two sides did have discussions in the second half of the season, and they even exchanged figures. Now, the important thing to note is a you know a discussion or discussions that could be one talk, that could be two, that could be five. It could go you know could have gotten close, whatever. We don't know that but um at least you know Alex's willingness to say that that stuff was accurate tells you that obviously both sides have interest and I think on Dansby's side he really really wants to stay home I think he loves it here he's a leader in the clubhouse this is where he grew up um, these are the people he plays for on the Braves side they lost Freddie Freeman and it's difficult to replace a presence like that unless you have another one in the same locker room. And Dansby Swanson really took that over. Not only did he have a career year, but he's so important for them from a cultural perspective, which is always cheesy to say because we can't quantify it with numbers. But I think he's so important for them from just a culture perspective and a leadership perspective. Is he going to hit as well as he did this year? Who knows? Maybe not. He might not be that offensive player, but he's going to give you great defense. And you always hear about him that nobody cares more about winning than that guy. The part that I'm going to be intrigued about as this offseason goes on is usually there's a cost when you're a free agent. You can make more money usually and play somewhere maybe you don't want to play, or you can choose a team like the Atlanta Braves and maybe make a little less uh because other guys are getting paid, you know, and stay home. And I think sometimes there's a cost, you know, to be had with that, with each decision. And I'm really gonna be interested to see if you know, if the Braves, because it doesn't seem like they've gotten into a, a lot of bidding wars over the years, um, and I'm going to be really interested to see if, you know, how strong that pull home is for him.
1: Mark Alex has not given a salary out of north of twenty two million dollars yet. Feels like to keep Dansby, he's going to have to. Will he do it? And should he?
3: That's a lot of money for Dan to be Swanson, and I, and I'm not trying to be a jerk. I I, I just. I think that, you know, one thing that, that is sort of working in the Braves' favor this year is that there are three other shortstops who are apt to be free agents that are, you would have to say, are, are better than Swanson. He's not going to be the number one guy on anybody's shortstop wish list because, you know, you've got Correa, you've got Bogarts, and you've got Trey Turner. And those are really good players. I think that also one thing that Dansby's are going to have to consider, and I know this, this is going to sound, you know, like, well, I don't know how it's going to sound. I think the way that Freddie Freeman reacted when he came back to Atlanta after signing with the Dodgers, you know, I think Dansby has to say, do I want that to be me? Do I want to take a little bit more money and go away from this place that? I really liked being and kind of wish I still were because it was pretty clear that Freddie had an unbelievable amount of uh, buyer's remorse uh, way into the season last year. And uh, and I I, th- I think that, uh, you know, that's something that Dansby is going to have to uh, weigh. Would I rather have two more million a year or would I rather be happy? And uh, that's one that, that nobody can answer I- except – the the person himself, and uh, you know, uh, I think that most people would say if Freddie had it to do again, that would have come out differently. And um, I think by seeing that Dansby had, and you know, he's got the same management that Freddie had, he kind of has a little bit of a playbook onto a consideration that maybe he wouldn't have had before.
1: Justin, is Is there any chance the Braves make a bigger splash and end up with a shortstop, not Dansby, but Turner,
2: Bogarts, or Correa? I think there's a chance. I think there seems to be some skepticism, at least, uh, in the industry maybe about Turner and, and Correa just because the Braves traditionally haven't shown a willingness to go that high on players. I mean, they they certainly could, but I think they're very conscious of using their resources and their money in a way that's not really going to hamstring them where they can still build out a deep roster so i think that would be my concern is like if those guys are demanding close to 300 million dollars uh it, it's tough for me to see the braves going that high but they certainly could uh especially because i agree with mark and that man for all dansby gives you i just think He's right around that 20 to 22 million to 25 million range. I, I don't know if he's a 30 million dollars a year you know player just because I don't know if he's going to have the same type of offensive spurt and offensive first half that he did this year. Uh, if you pay him that much, what he'll probably be worth after a career year, you're paying a lot for leadership and you're paying a lot for intangible things, and you're paying a lot to kind of keep the infield together. But on the other hand, I do wonder how his market is going to be given that Turner, Correa, and Bogarts are all considered you know, probably higher on teams as totem poles than Dansby Swanson is. And now he's a great shortstop, but those other guys, especially Turner and Correa, are tremendous. I mean, those guys are basically superstars uh, in this game. And I, I do wonder how many teams after those two are going to be looking for a Dansby Swanson type shortstop that's going to perhaps command twenty five or thirty million dollars a year, um, whatever it ends up being. I do wonder what his market's going to look like, and that actually might help out the Braves in the end. I do think there's a, a chance they could make a splash, but I mean, I it's one of those things I'll have to see to believe. Not because they don't have the money to, but because I just think they've traditionally shown a little bit of hesitancy to doing those types of deals and. I mean, I just think it, you know, they've kept their extensions within, you know, 20 to 22 million dollars so far. And it just uh, I mean, I guess you could add a player well above that. But I just think they've done it very in a very calculated manner and they do things the way they like to do things. But if Dansby Swanson signed somewhere else or if he just is demanding too much money, like, do I think Alex Anthopoulos is going to go with some stopgap who? doesn't give his team the best chance to win? No, probably not.
1: This is the Braves report from the Atlanta Journal-Constitution.
4: What's so great about being a Kroger Boost member? Free delivery on the Kroger products you love and more rewards too, like double fuel points on everything you buy. Experience a new level of membership, starting as low as $59 a year with Boost by Kroger+. Plus. Learn more at Kroger.com today. Ocean breeze. Tropical beach. An air freshener can make your car smell like paradise. A drive to Daytona Beach will actually get you there. Beach on. Plan your trip today at DaytonaBeach.com. We do want to
1: thank everybody who has supported us in this podcast and also the subscribers to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution or those who allow this to be free for everybody. And if you've not joined our community yet, we have a lot to offer you. Not only all of our Braves coverage from Justin, but we've got the new Bradley's Buzz newsletter, the Braves Report newsletter. Of course, all of our terrific college football coverage. Falcons are playing better than anybody expected. And, of course, any breaking news and politics coverage. You get all of that if you subscribe to the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. So get unlimited digital access to the AJC by going to subscribe.ajc. .com/podcast and your first month is only 99 cents. That is subscribe.ajc.com/podcast so you always know what's really going on. Before we look at the Braves uh, other free agents, Justin, do the Braves have enough capital to make a big trade this offseason with no prospects in the top 100?
2: I don't think so. I don't know if they would need to make a big trade. The issue with the Braves right now if we're talking about trades is that the guys they would have in the system are already up and they're guys they have extended. Uh, and I don't think you're getting rid of a William Contreras even. Um, but you've got Michael Harris, Spencer Strider, William Contreras. I mean, you know, maybe a guy like Vaughn Grissom, but I, I just don't, I don't see that either because he's a guy who's proven, at least for a short spurt, you know, he could perform in the majors. The thing that we have to keep in mind is that the Braves – operate differently than other teams when it comes to prospects Uh, some farm directors are very media friendly I should say um, in how they hype up their prospects and how much they talk about them and how much they talk about guys they like guys they think are going to be great the Braves and Alex mentioned this in a press conference this year the Braves really don't do a lot of that I mean I think they're honest about their prospects if you want to ask around on them but I don't think they hype guys up because they don't like it. Just gives them a disadvantage. Like they like knowing what they have, and and maybe you know. So they're let's be honest. Like a guy like Justin Henry Malloy, who had quite the rise in the minors this year, could be quite the prospect. But he's just probably rose a little late for the top hundreds. You know, somebody like Jared Schuster, good prospect, not in the top hundred. I just think that the Braves don't really gas these guys up as much. Uh, And kind of put helium in that balloon as much as maybe other teams do uh so we have to be careful because people in the game might think that the braves prospects are better than the ranking show i just don't see it though back to the original question i just don't see a big trade i don't know if they have the prospect capital without trading any major leaguers and i tend to believe alex even though it was a stock answer like your team did just win 101 games like do you really want to mess with any of that
1: all right we got an extended ask justin segment uh, featuring mark bradley where we answer Braves fans questions on twitter
2: at justin c tiscano
1: and uh mark believe it or not we get a lot of um hot stove league questions even in june so we've got a we got a few here we'll start with uh jorge do you think the Braves will re-sign kenley jansen robbie grossman and adam duvall
2: Ooh, I could see a Duval reunion happening because he likes it in Atlanta. Grossman, you know, I think they re-signed Grossman. I think a guy like that, I think a platoon works if they don't go with a bigger option. Kenley's up in the air for me, and I don't know if this would factor in, but the pitch clock is going to be in next year. Kenley Jansen, according to Baseball Savant, has the third slowest tempo of any pitcher. We're going to need to watch that. I think, I mean, Alex said he would like him back. So, I do think they would like him back. I think something eventually gets done with Kenley, though, so I think Grossman and Kenley are probably more likely than Duval to me right now, um just with the setup of the current setup of the roster. but I wouldn't be surprised if it were just Kenley
3: Mark you bringing Kenley back? I'm a little skeptical there uh you know i i I think he's gonna he's gonna want a lot of money, and uh, he made a lot of money this past year and They've got Iglesias sitting there under contract, and I, th- I think that's one of the reasons they got him, is that they were looking not just for uh, somebody to work the eighth inning uh, in this October. I think they were looking beyond that. I think that you know they they let Will Smith there. You know they Will Smith was gone after the after being the closing hero of the of the World Series. So uh, you know I I think the market for big time closers has gotten. Much tighter, uh, you know, especially when you see uh, like what's happened with, with guys like uh, Aroldis Chapman and, and even Craig Kimbrell, where people are looking more to guys that can pitch different innings and not just the ninth inning. And, and you know, I, I think if the Braves are looking to maybe save a little money in one spot and devote it to a big time left fielder, that may, uh, closer may be the place they choose to do that.
1: From Ryan Hall, any possibility that Dansby takes a qualifying offer and goes back into free agency next year when the shortstop class isn't so deep?
2: Good question. I think it would be a pretty good play if he didn't just have a career year and the year of his life offensively, You know, the numbers in general, the home runs, the RBIs, the two-out hitting, um, hitting with the runners in scoring position, all that stuff. I don't see that. I think this is his chance for a payday. He's really, really, really risking a lot if he doesn't go out this winter, and I I just don't see it.
1: From Namath Pitts, he's got two questions. First one, is Jacob DeGrom a realistic ad for the Braves in the offseason? Give me the percentage,
2: both of you, that Jacob DeGrom is a Brave. Uh, I'm going to go 25. Oh, wow. 20, 20, 25. I mean, well, that's one out of four even. I mean... Uh, let me go 15. Like I could see it just because they have the money, but I don't really think it'll happen. So I'm going to go 15.
1: Uh, five. <laughs> so you're saying there's a chance. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, percent. 5%. Uh, 5%. Yeah. <laughs> Would a return of Jock Peterson
3: be a discussion?
2: Ooh, uh, Mark, I mean, I'll let you handle that. You covered him.
3: Um, you know, he had an awfully good year this last year. Sure did. And, uh, you know, obviously he liked being here, and they people liked having him, and he uh, he sold an awful lot of pearls in secondhand shops. So uh, I, that's one that could be. Yeah, I have to admit that i I thought Peterson was the outfielder they were least likely to bring back, and uh, that's kind of what happened. And yet, you know, he had a really good year, which is something that Duvall and uh, uh, Rosario did not have. And, I, and I think that, um, he, that might be a possibility.
1: From Kelly Hitchcock, will the Braves put any major effort into getting Ozuna included in a trade package? I'll ask the same question. Percentage that Ozuna is a Brave next
4: year.
2: That one, I'm going to say 25% because, to be able to have him not on the roster, you have to move him or commit to eating the contract. And, and who knows? I mean, there could be a certain point where they're, they just don't do anything. So I'm going to say 25%, but I just, that it would be dangerous to trade him. If you can afford to just eat the contract and not have him on the roster and open up a roster spot, for somebody else, it would be dangerous to trade him because it's going to be a lopsided trade with that contract. Um, he's due to make, 37 million over the next two seasons including the buyout for his option year so i I just think he hasn't produced at the level they've expected since 2020 he was bad this year defensively uh, at the plate though he, he did hit you know 20 plus bombs so we'll give him credit for that but i just think if you're the braves and you trade him you're gonna have to attach something to it or still eat a lot of the contract or things like that so it if you can afford to, I would just eat the contract instead of trading him, obviously.
3: Mark? Uh what did Justin say 20, 25?
2: Yeah.
3: Okay. Uh 20. Yeah, I would be surprised if he's back. I know it's a lot of money to buy out a guy if or or to pay on his contract if you send him off, but I think he's you know, you can't go forever having him take up a lineup spot if he's not producing. And, I, I, you know, I, again, I think that they like him as, as a guy. They like him as, as they like his, as a clubhouse guy. They obviously were, liked his talent when they, they signed him to, to that big contract, but it just hasn't worked so far.
1: From large lore, do you think Andrew McCutcheon could be a fit in the outfield on a one-year deal?
2: That's one I haven't thought about. I mean, maybe, but I would expect them to address that with, I mean, they've had veterans before, and that would be a guy who, you know, Alex has brought in. You've seen it, Mark, throughout the years. These clubhouse guys, these clubhouse veterans, uh, and that would be another one of them, certainly. But that's not a name that I've thought of. Uh, I mean, it could be a possibility, but I just haven't thought of that one specifically. So I, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't expect that, but he does fit the mold of guys Alex has brought in.
1: From William Fulgham. What do you think about moving Moeller to the pen to replace Madsik for a left-hander?
2: Yeah, I think that's an interesting play. Um, And I wonder if Moeller would take that well just because it would get him to the big leagues. Uh, Moeller's got good stuff, and he could be a good reliever and, and a good guy if you get him out of the pen and let him fire an inning or an inning or a third and kind of just let it fly. That could be good. I'm also thinking from the perspective of you have Max Freed, Kyle Wright, Spencer Strider, Charlie Morton, that FistBot's going to have a lot of players uh, for it, including Bryce Elder. And I just think, you know, maybe Mueller, you know, would have been in consideration for that. Uh, Ian Anderson, Mike Soroka there are going to be odd men out of the picture. Um, And I think Moeller would be a good guy, you know, to move to the pen, especially because he's a lefty. Uh, You've got Minter, you've got Dylan Lee. So you don't need it from that perspective, but he pitched really well in AAA this year. He's, you know, maybe he lets it fly for an inning or an inning and a third, whatever, however they want to use him out of the pen uh, because he might profile better as a reliever than a guy like Ian Anderson or maybe a guy like Mike Soroka I just think they're going to have a lot of players for that fifth spot in the rotation, so something's got to be done with somebody or, or a couple of them.
3: I think Ian Anderson is a fascinating name because I mean, here's a guy who did it at the highest level in two different postseasons. and you know, by the end of the year, he was he was in Gwinnett, and uh, this is still a very young guy, and and I, uh, I you know, I don't know what happened to him exactly this year, but obviously something did. He doesn't fascinate me in the way that Soroka still does, but still, when when you consider that Ian Anderson was holding down a rotational spot for the Braves when he was 22 and is now, you know, not he's pretty far down the depth chart, it will be something to see what they uh, they end up doing with him.
1: And for our uh, winner of the week, as we wrap things up here, give me a winning move that Alex Anthopoulos will make this offseason.
2: I'm going to say something completely outlandish. I'm going to go with solving the left field problem full-time and going with somebody like Andrew Benintendi, Uh, adding a left-handed bat, a guy we talked about at the trade deadline, high OBP guy uh, that I feel like this lineup could really use. When you looked at kind of the trajectory of the Braves this season and and what their lineup did, you got to hit the ball out to win in the postseason. They do that. They have a team that's built to win World Series, but I think they need another... OBP guy um and a guy who who gets on works good at bats uh kind of turns the lineup over and I think Andrew Benintendi could be an interesting name mark
3: sign Trey Turner (laughs) (laughs) that would be a winning move you said outlandish or no Justin said outlandish okay (laughs) okay so all right
1: I'll say I'll say the winning move is um Dansby Swanson five years 20 million
3: 20 20, 20 a year, 20 million a year. Yeah, 20 a year, so $100 (laughs) 100 million. Okay. Ooh. Okay. All
1: right, so that's uh, that's all we got for our Hot Stove uh, opening edition of the Braves Report podcast, and uh, Justin will be uh, checking back in. When's the uh, the GM meetings?
2: Oh, man, middle of November, winter meetings, early December, all that good stuff. Uh, It's funny that we have Zoom nowadays, so we really don't need these events, but... Getting everybody in one place gets everybody talking and uh, puts the baseball world on center stage. So it'll be, be interesting to see what the Braves do, obviously, because we spent a whole show talking about it. But I just think this is such a good roster that uh, don't be upset if they don't do a ton.
1: Now we'll also be upset if you don't take our Braves report questionnaire. So we're asking for your feedback on how to make this show better in the off season. We have it linked in the show notes and in the episode description. So please, if you're loyal fans of the show, pop in and tell us how we can improve. Mark Bradley, how can we improve?
3: Um, less of me. Okay, not true. <laughs> not true. Please uh, please help us grow the
1: show here in the off-season. Rate, review, follow, share, and subscribe, and we will see you next time on The Braves Report for the Atlanta Journal-Constitution.
3: When you're looking for leading cardiac treatment, look to Northside Hospital Heart Institute. We lead with five emergency cardiac care centers, so we're here when you need us most. We lead with more than 55 locations in Georgia. That means we're always in the heart of your neighborhood. We lead with clarity, because clear direction is better when it comes to understanding every step of your treatment. Northside Hospital Heart Institute. We lead with heart.
4: Ocean breeze, tropical beach, pina colada. You can buy an air freshener to make your car smell like you're in an oceanside paradise. Or better yet, you can point your car toward Daytona Beach and come experience the real thing.